And now, for the first time on radio, Alexander Letwanov's new masterpiece, 20 Seconds of Complete and Utter Silence. <laughs> that was Alexander Letwanov's eight and a half seconds of complete and utter silence. Unrespected, is that even a word? Unrespected, is it one you've ever heard? If you could choose it, how would you use it? Unrespected, is that even a word? everyone and welcome to this Midland CityLine service from Sheffield to London St Pancreas. My name is Gloria, your today current train manager for this forward going service going forward. Carriages A and B are for first class passengers so mind your own beeswax. Carriage C is a mobile free carriage whilst carriage D is for selfies only. A buffet car serving overpriced D-numbers and a range of lukewarm to tepid drinks is located in Carriage F. This train will be calling at Leicester and terminating at London St Pancreas. Our next stop is Leicester. Next stop, Leicester. Leicester, incidentally where my ex, crass as a baboon's ass, husband, Geoffrey, now lives. Geoffrey. You know we'd still be together if you hadn't put your socks in my oval team. Or took your shoes off in the hallway. You never looked where you were going and I was sick of cleaning up poo from dogs that I don't even know. You could have showered before going to bed. Those smells, you think are manly, are actually farting bacteria and they must be freed and eradicated. You never put the toilet seat down after use, or down, then up, then down again when I had Novovirus. If you splash while you're peeing, use the flushable wipes provided, or why don't you stand nearer to the bowl, or just sit the hell down and stop kidding yourself that it's longer than you clearly think it is. I was fed up to the back teeth of cleaning a grown man's urine off my bathroom lino, Jeffrey. Stop unplugging the Dolce Gusto in order to charge your phone. It only caused issues for me further through the day and you knew that it did. I mean that time Nicola came round and she had to twiddle her thumbs for eight whole minutes for her skinny decaf chocomoco latte. I was mortified. And you know who's to blame for that, don't you? Don't you, Geoffrey? Don't chew with your mouth open at dinner. And must you smack your lips and say, aloud. It's like sitting next to a farm animal, crossed with a gigantic three-year-old. It really is. And it upsets my gastric juices. Don't put red wine in the fridge, Jeffrey. We're not heathens. And could you just once, once have made love to me in something other than the missionary position whilst changing the 13 and a half tug duvet and bringing about world peace? Hmm? Hmm? I mean, it's not too much to ask, is it? <laughs> Ladies and 
and gentlemen, we are now arriving in London St. Pancreas. Please take all your belongings with you. Your train manager today has been Gloria Beaumont. Uh, Smith. I mean, S Gloria Smith. Jeffrey, <laughs> why? Why? Why couldn't you hoover the carpet? Right, my name's Lee. I'm chatty, I'm talkative, and no, in fact, I'm gobby. In fact, I can't just gob for England. I can gob for any other country with tracksuit bottoms as national costume. So, I come here to tell you something about myself and give you some inspiration. Until a few years ago, I were on the up in showbiz. In fact, if Sue Pollard had upgraded to a 4G air crimper, I'd have got the part of Peggy the Chalamet in RDI. But there you go. Just to tell you how bloody great I was, I will understudy for Bernie Clifton's ostrich. Yeah, true. No way. And then the bottom fell out of comedy animals. It was mess. It was mess. Oh, God. I ballooned to 55 stone. I shrunk to four feet four. Only job I could get was ballast for a static caravan near Filey. I ate chips and guacamole for every meal. I might have been down, but I never let standards slip. <laughs> then one day, a lovely lady sat down. Well, no, she sat on me. And told me, Lee, you are a funny lady. And do you want to know who that lady was? Who? It was Ellen DeGeneres. <gasps> She'd come to the caravan park to test a new trailer to take on the set of a new cartoon, finding an Oscar. So, I'm here today to inspire you, because one thing I am is funny. F-U-N-E, what does that spell? Fune. Other thing you need to know about me is I'm dyslexic. But you are funny too. Where are we? Funny, funny too. Now, to be funny, you don't have to have gone to Cambridge Footlights and shout Maggie Thatcher on Friday Night Live. You don't have to whack an off an Annie wig on and wear a pair of tacky earrings to get a cheap laugh. No, because being funny is as simple as opening your gob and licking someone's funny stick. Where are you going to lick? Someone's, someone's funny, funny stick. stick. That's right. You're not wrong. Being funny is just about being yourself. Well, maybe not if you're an impressionist, but there you go. <laughs> Most of all, being funny is about being brief. Unrespected, is that even a word? Pushed for time in today's hectic modern lifestyle? Worry not, for we have a foolproof way to save you, yes you, an entire 3 hours 20 minutes a week, with barely any effort at all, and it's so simple. Simply watch the first 10 minutes of Columbo, Diagnosis Murder, Quincy and Murder She Wrote, then fast forward the remainder of the programmes. Send no money now, this idea was brought to you by tvcrimesavingtimesaving.com, where murders are always solved and your time is always saved. In tomorrow's stun, Mrs. Jones from Three Doors Down reveals the shocking secrets of her affair with Ken from Quickfit. He loves to pump up me Dunlops. Plus, plus, you could win a year's supply of your Auntie Jean's homemade jam, only in your throwaway stun. Sugar in my tea. You're 
with a knife to my phone We are matching cutlery You're the skip in my wall You're the remote control And I'm the TV You are the sun and the moon And I am an obsolete satellite That the Russians sent into space in the early 1960s Every second, thousands of dog owners go from being the dog's bollocks to the dog's breakfast as they subject their pooch to the unkindest cut of all. But you can save Butch's dangly bits with new poochy pants, the long-line, passion-killing doggy knickers. Scientific show that when combined with a hairnet and a crossover pinny, poochy pants cut canine conception rates by over 99%. So buy your female dog poochy pants, the passion-killing panty for panters everywhere. What you get for Christmas? A rash. Dundee cake? I told Dave not to flick it all over me breasts. Disgusting. Filthy beggar. Tongue like a builder's emery board. I told him, hey Dave, next time you pick glassy cheddars out of me cleavage, you was a cake fork. What brought that about? Do you remember me mentioning that solar-powered Unitarian? Lives next door, sells a lecker to the National Grid and spends the money on call girls. Yeah. It's a... News agent delivered a people's friend by mistake. Spouse that we sex life with Scottish country baking. What about your neighbour? Oh, she got Dave's welders weekly. Bet she's a bit miffed. Don't seem it. Putting up pylons on a patio. Oh, sounds dangerous. It is. Christmas morning. 240 volts the wrong way up a four slot. But like Ken Dodd and a bungee jump. How about you? Barry gave me botulism. That why you're not frowning like you usually do? Well, that's down to the new rabbit, not Botox. Botulism. From the Christmas ham. No goose. I thought we'd have a change. Barry read in a magazine that the PM likes something piggy at Christmas. In the People's, people's friend. Friends, yeah. Honestly, that magazine <laughs> gets worse. The other day they had an article about a transgender shortbread tosser. What's wrong with that? Well, nothing. Yeah, so we're not bothering with Christmas next year. We're changing religion. What to? Pastafarian. Ooh, Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Mmm. Means Barry doesn't have to bother buying on BF for me mother, and I get somewhere to put my spare colander on my head. See? Oh, it suits ya. Dave and I are the same. Eight Christmas. All the hype, the commercialism, the police gunman outside Santa's grotto. Next year we're going somewhere more peaceful to escape the Christmas mayhem. Whereabouts? Sidia. Your tag Christmas decorations limited. How can I help you? Unrespected was written and created by Skull, with additional material from Jennifer Jones. Music by Chris Delamere, produced in Sheffield by Peter Beeston at Cornucopia Radio.